0: Welcome back to the Bell It Like It Is podcast. Today, myself and Emma are joined by Sinead Derto Flynn, who is a medicine student in UCC but has deferred uh, as of last year. So, welcome, Sinead. Happy to be here. <laughs> Delighted to have you. So, we've decided to do this podcast just to try and lift morale with people and hopefully spread a bit of comfort because obviously, we're going in, got into another severe lockdown like we had in March. and. I think people are feeling that it's quite daunting and especially the time of year that it is at. usually this is a hard time of year for people anyway I feel so yep. with this on top of it I think that a lot of people are really feeling it more than ever so hopefully this will help people feel a sense of connectedness again and get a bit of comfort as well. Yeah absolutely hopefully. So I suppose we'll start off with this lockdown that we've gotten to basically the current situation that we're in it's coming just after christmas we had a christmas of i suppose what people thought was going to be normal
1: i think it's a good thing to reference that tonight so we got a briefing from rt news like that construction's closing schools are closing you know just for reference that like tonight has really solidified how strict this new this lockdown lockdown is, is, is you know um like over christmas it wasn't normal but it was better um, and I think a lot of people felt that the second lockdown was kind of for nothing because yeah. in the end we have just resulted in like turmoil <laughs> in terms of cases, right? So, like obviously it's just a bit daunting, but I mean it's
0: all for the greater good. Yeah. So I think like I obviously wasn't here for the second lockdown, but even from what people from the energies from people, I feel like that this lockdown is most similar to the one that happened in March. But mm, definitely the big differences as well between This one and the one that happened in March is that when the one in March, first of all, none of us really knew what we were going into. No, not at all. We also, I think it really did help having the nice weather and being able to go outside and, you know, not be in the Baltic. Just as you said earlier, like it's just a
1: really weird time of year anyway, because I feel like January is always motivation month for people you know like going back to the gym you're after coming back from Christmas you really want to get into studying especially for second semester because I feel like you always want to build up your grades from that and then like people in school like you know your (sighs) pre's things like that like this time of year is so important for people and I think it's just it's after just kind of half shitting on people's motivation like
0: yeah I think Like the fifth years this year, I feel have it really bad because, or the sixth years this year, I feel have it really bad because they also missed out on fifth year and now they're also missing out on their sixth year. So I actually got a voice note from a girl who's in sixth year and this was her, these are her thoughts on it. I think that the hardest thing about this lockdown, definitely people who are doing exams, is just the fear of the unknown and how quickly things change cause so much anxiety. It's just unbelievable. No one's ever had to do the leaving cert while being disrupted in fifth and sixth year. You know, having four months of your, you know, leaving cert taken out of your hands is just, it's just not ideal. And I think what hurts the most is just like some people might not struggle so much during lockdown. Some people are longer than others and you see a lot of things on social media and you kind of compare yourself to other people and start to doubt yourself and think, oh, why is this affecting me so much? But you can't really believe everything that you see on social media. I think everyone is struggling in their own way. Oh, so, poor girl. I know, I know. Like, she's I, one of thousands, like... Like, I personally, myself, I thought Leaving Cert was one of the worst experiences of my life, not to make anyone feel worse. But I can't <laughs> imagine <laughs> what it's like doing a dream with all this happening, I'd say it's just, I would imagine it's really, really daunting. Yeah, obviously
1: we have come out of that. We don't know what they're going through and stuff. So like if someone had told me that I'm going to have to do one of the most important tests in my life and for the six years last year, they didn't really get Debs, I don't think. Um, They couldn't go on their six year holidays. Like they had no traditional things, even getting into college. Like a lot of people didn't get what they wanted because of the predicted grades. So, like, all in all, it's just been really, I'd say it's been so tough on them, like, because, as you said, it's tough enough as it is.
2: So, what I would say to her, though, is, like, you know, she was talking about at the start there about um that it's kind of the fear of the unknown and that it's kind of unpredictable as to what's going on. But focus on what you can control and focus on what is definitely there. So now, as far as I know, there definitely will be, a, they will be sitting the Leaving Cert this year, so focus on what you can control so what you can control is yourself and how you're studying and your routine and having kind of nice breaks for yourself and stuff and looking after your own self and your physical health and your mental health during the lockdown so don't focus on like what could happen focus on what is happening and yeah what um... Fair point
1: um... <laughs> like you were saying there Sinead like I think it's so important and I don't think it's actually taught about enough in school but mindfulness in the way that like mm. try not to dwell on future and just like you said like focus on what's happening right now and try forget about anything that's going to be happening like as in mentioning social media as well come away from that the, the term doom scrolling is like oh. you know people not that they're looking for but they can't help but kind of feed into the Badness that they're reading or what other people are saying. Like, my opinion and my advice would be to just stop looking at it if you can.
2: Because, as well, like social media, people share what they want to share with you. Like, nobody's sharing their breakdowns on social media. Like, nobody's sharing their bad times. Nobody's sharing like how rubbish they feel at the moment or how much they're struggling. People only share like the positive sides and like, oh, this is a time I met up with my friends or something like that. Yeah. So don't judge your own life based on social media because social media isn't real at the end of the day. And you can kind of get hung up on looking at other people's lives and saying like, this is what they have. Like, why don't I have that? Or they're yeah. doing so well. Sometimes like some of my worst times I've been on social media, like looking at comparing my social media to my actual, how my life was going at that time. Like I was like cheesy grinning on social media. Like everything was, happy and you know it was all like this is me and my friends but i was actually like really in a bad place so you can't you can't judge other people's lives from social media because you have no idea what they're going through at the time so i wouldn't compare no. myself to other people's social media
1: yeah definitely and i think at that age as well i do think that when you're in school we all try to keep up appearance massively
2: yes um, absolutely in
1: terms of like if you're not feeling okay but everyone else around you is like i'm grand then you feel like you're like, oh, I'll be, I'll just, I'll just pretend I'm fine as well. But again, like appearance
0: and a front isn't everything, you know. Especially in a time like this, like, I just don't think you have that expendable time in yourself to be able to put up a front. Because now is a time where you actually need to be able to be like your actual self and be able to depend on people and be able to talk to people open and honestly, because it's a hard time for everyone as it is. So I suppose, and then from schools as well, moving on to colleges, because I know personally myself, I'm a college student at the moment and it's been a very strange time to say the least, like as it comes to remote learning, because even before the pandemic, I had just the basics when it comes to technology and everything on my computer like I've the word and all that but now you've had to really up your skills because if you don't you will literally get left behind or find it hard to keep up so there's been a massive change there with the remote learning and things and I've had a lot of people sending in that they're finding it difficult to stay motivated because they're not going in, into campus they're not seeing their friends you know they can't they're finding it harder because there's the whole process instead of If you have a question to ask, you can't just go up and ask the lecture. You have to, you know, send an email and then so responses or no responses in some cases. Uh, I think people are finding that very difficult. Mm, Communication
1: lines quite quite massively. Massively.
0: Frustrating. Absolutely. I won a voice note from someone who, it's their first year in college and it's from them. For
3: me personally, as a student, I think it's really tough because I've been doing remote learning for about two months now. Um, And it's really hard because you spend loads of money to get the proper support and the proper learning. And like, I think everyone's talking about it at the moment that college and uni students just aren't getting that support. Um, Sometimes tutors aren't uh, reachable. You try and get answers from someone else and you just have so many questions but then you've got deadlines that you need to try and meet um so i think that's the most difficult part about covid and just getting your head around it all um and again i feel like that's really difficult for your mental state because obviously you want to do well but these restrictions are stopping us from doing so. so does that mean that we'll get bad results because of it? Who knows? I don't know. But that's just my view on it. Trying to keep positive going into a new year. But my main stress factor and the main thing that's getting me down is college and the lack of support.
0: I know. It is definitely, I think, a lot of people's issues is when that too about you pay so much money to actually go to college, get into college, get all your resources ready and everything. And then it's basically just an online course. Mm. Yeah. But what Absolutely. I would say
2: to him again, it is it is about focusing on what you can control. And if there's a lecture that's not getting back to you, there's a certain element where you have to like kind of let it go. And I know they should. I'm not saying that they should The like the lectures should be getting back to you. Like you're paying enough for college without having lectures not coming back to you. But um, just like focus on what you can do and what the resources you do have instead of the resources you don't have. Do you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Trying to make the best. I think to be fair, I feel like for like second, third, fourth year students, it's probably grand. It's first year students I feel sorry for because like knowing in first year, you haven't a clue. Like it's just you don't know what's going on. And every- yeah, I sincerely
1: go- just think. I I just sincerely think every year, if like obviously I was in third year when the March lockdown happened. And like, I was in a position where like, I would already gotten my timetable. I already knew what my exams were. Like our lecturers had kind of panicked and they knew we were gonna close down. So they gave us a lot of hints for our exams. Now, I'm not outing myself, right? I didn't cheat on my exams or anything, but what I'm saying is there was a massive help there. Cause I think lecturers were just like, oh my God, we don't know what's happening. Like here, like, like you know, really look at these questions, you know? Um. So I felt like I kind of benefited massively at the end because again it was coming up to the end of the year like I was happy to just sit at my desk at home and study and I was forced to study but a lot of people don't have somewhere that they can sit down they don't have access to internet like when I had come out of when the when the library shut on the 16th of March last year I'd been using the computers in school my laptop was deceased at home like more or less and I had to go through like two months of two and a half months of like studying a home with a laptop that was really on its way out so I can only imagine how other people who like don't have a laptop who don't have a computer at home they don't have exactly study space but like like Sinead was saying like to use the resources that you can I suppose is a massive thing and to try and kind of like really take what you can from them if you you know. Fair
0: like I know anyway, like in UCC this year you were able to rent laptops and they were giving them out to people. Who oh, needed- really? Yeah, really, so- yeah, good. Like, obviously, I don't know because I didn't avail of them resources, but definitely, like, if you are in need of something, it is definitely worth looking into your college or uni's website and the resources that they do have available. And even if it's not your college or uh, university, definitely looking into even the government, if they have any um, resources available that you can, that will help you out in any situation that you're stuck on, if there's something you need a hand with or a leg up on they could help you out like it's definitely worth looking into because I think a lot of people as well just don't know that these things are available when they are and it could help them so much but they just don't even know that they're actually there for the taking Mm. it's a it's about taking advantage
2: of the resources you do have and not focusing on what you don't have yeah yeah and I
1: think like your situation Sinead as well said at the start like that you deferred yeah
2: oh yeah um, and as well something UCC are doing at the moment is that like you can resit it. You say if you take an exam or defer, or you can defer the exam at the moment. Um, you can resit it for more marks. If you take an exam and you're not happy with the result, you can resit it for more marks for free. Um, at the end, uh, in the autumn exams. And as far as I know, you can defer without going through the rigmarole of like getting a doctor's note and saying why you're deferring and stuff like that that it's okay to just defer at the moment and it won't affect your um, your score at the end people have that opportunity
1: at the moment in college to give themselves a second chance without being like penalized for, it, yeah.
0: for it like you know what i mean mm. especially i think it's nice as well that people now have the option because with the remote learning i feel like some people actually some people love it like some people are actually excelling with yeah, the remote cause... whereas others just actually can't do it whatsoever so they said they have the option now to actually defer and be able to give their their best try again. Absolutely. Yeah. Like so they can. Yeah. A bit more, you know. Um, and-
2: but what I would say um something like I, I wouldn't say I regret it, but I wish I kind of gave it a go instead of deferring straight away. Like you're better than you think you are, I think, in this situation. And it's always a good idea to have a go at the exams. Like don't defer it straight away, like have a go. And then if you aren't happy with the results, you can do it again. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the best situation you can do for yourself. That's such a good point. Yeah. And give yourself
1: that starting chance because it might be fine. And, you know, you might just be kind of panicking yourself small, but like mm, but it's always yeah, good to give yourself a chance and just give it a go
0: anyway, because you never know what you're actually capable of until you do it, you know
1: absolutely
2: yeah
0: i think as well that kind of feeds in doing remote work for yeah. the first time or people who aren't working at all and what that's been like for people people who've been working their whole adult life and now have not been working at all like there's that whole shift happening now as well i have something here from someone who is experiencing remote working obviously it's the first time for a lot of people who've had to work from home so this is a bit from this person
4: as well i think working from home to be honest is a bit of a disaster it's not too bad for me because well, it was, I suppose, in the minute, up of Christmas, it was seriously stressful because, like, if you have a question about something, you can't just walk across the room and ask somebody something, you know, you have to actually send them a send them a mail or a chat or whatever and they, you know, they were really busy too, so they might not even bother getting back to you. So was that. Um, like, I think people feel obliged as well to work way longer hours. Like, before I used to go in for eight o'clock and i like, could be coming home at half four, whereas now I'd be online from, like, half seven, I could stay locked on until six, doing stuff and I feel like I have to be online or like be seen to be online which is kind of stupid but that's kind of the way it is and I know a lot of other people feel the same way basically I think people um don't want their bosses to think that they're just kind of doing nothing while they're working from home you know? so people end up kind of staying online way later than they normally work and consequently they find it hard to disconnect I guess and their work life and normal life are kind of blending together which
1: is a shame all of these are literally making me be like oh god because i feel like i'm nearly like just like people are going through so much and i feel like i'm there going oh i have to study irish at home like fuck my life i have to go for a walk but like people are like like you know really struggling like
2: i'd say to emma though is like it is it's hard for each individual for themselves like this is hard for everyone do you know what I, I mean? Know. Everybody yeah. is funny in head. So allow yourself, allow yourself to be like, oh, I have to stop the worst. You know what I, mean? I like, know. And let, know. let yourself, let yourself feel it. Don't because, worry. No, it. But like, sometimes you need a whinge. No, honestly. <laughs> like you I'm, need a whinge. Like,
1: yeah. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm whinging my way through all three lockdowns. Like, but <laughs> sometimes you do need to massively go on perspective as well and just think like,
2: things could be way worse, you know? So Yeah, that's is, true. But... What I always say to people is that, like, just because somebody else is suffering more, it doesn't mean you're not suffering. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah. you have to, like, allow yourself
0: to feel what you're feeling, really. I uh, Just about the thing there about, like, feeling that you can't disconnect from work. I had someone else send in uh, just uh, answering the question, saying, working from home with nothing to do except stay at home afterwards, totally and utterly depressing, coming from someone who is introverted and loved the first lockdown, this one is really hard. I think that's been a running theme of people during, as you said, both lockdowns, but especially this one that you can't like disconnect if you're working from home, it's so difficult to disconnect and actually just tune out from work because there's no divide there, there's no separation because you're like working and living in in the same space like all day long. Yeah, I
1: can't help but um, think about people who live maybe even in college setting where literally they can really only study in their room right and live whether I can go downstairs sometimes if I want to my own house but like imagine work working studying for college or school and
0: living all in the one room it's we're not built to do that though as humans like we're not built to be in the one space and do all the things we need to do in the one space i just don't it's not good for the brain like even if you've problems sleeping and stuff you're recommended like not to have a tv in your room not to eat in your room not to like lie on your bed unless absolutely necessary if you're going to sleep mm. that way it makes the brain think that it's just for going to sleep for mm. bedtime yeah whereas yeah in this one space i can imagine like why people it explains so much why people's sleeping patterns and eating patterns and their normal habits from day to day are being affected and disrupted absolutely yeah
2: but I, what I would say is to use the spaces you have, like if you're living and working and you're in a singular room all day, that's really not good for you. So get out, get out and go for a walk, like get out into the space because we are allowed to go outside. Like I went for a walk this morning. It was lovely, like just to get out yeah, nice of the Nice and house. crisp. Like, <laughs> the beast <laughs> from the east is coming. <laughs> it was cold. but. Um, um, just use the spaces you have so say if you do have another room in your house like work where you work don't be working all over the house work in one space in the house have that be your workspace and then have the rest of the house for chillaxing and stuff and it might be easier then um to kind of section it off because you section it off in your brain the activities that you do in different um locations like so for me I study in the same space all the time and I don't go studying on my bed or anything like that. I just have my desk and that's where I study.
1: I think what also could be good is, now I don't know how much they cost. I really don't. But I did see a girl who put up that she got like, it, it's almost like um, a visor, like a dress, uh, a dress divider. You know, they're kind of foldable. You can fold them up and down, like they're quite mm. tall. And if you wanted to kind of put that in your room, if you did have a desk and you wanted to just separate it by something so simple that you could fold up, um, yeah that's a
2: fantastic idea actually like yeah. you know
1: in you see you see it in like medieval tv shows where like a woman yeah. gets dressed behind a <laughs> yeah bun- yeah
2: <laughs> f- strapped
1: into her corset like those things if you were able to get your hands on something like that or just a curtain if you wanted to draw if you wanted to tie a curtain to your ceiling And just close it and open it as you're studying or whatever. Or another thing could be, like, if you are house sharing, if you're all, you know, friendly enough or whatever, like, could you just, like, swap rooms when you're studying? So that at least you're changing rooms in case, like, the Mm -hmm. living room or the kitchen isn't feasible. Like, if it's not, or, you know, it's not efficient, like... Because I know when we lived out of home, like, I wouldn't be studying in the kitchen or living room that we were living in. There's no way. Like, the couch (laughs) had folded in on itself, like, you know, so... (laughs) If I had my friends to go, look,
0: can I study in your room today and you can study in mine? And at least you had that kind of division. Change of scenery as well. I think for people who might be like tight on space, what I've gotten for my room, it's on the way um just for doing, but not even just for studying it, but just for doing other bits like art and drawing and things. Um, there's You can get a fold-up desks so you like, you know, just a fold-up. Oh, up, fab. Yeah, open, that's cool. Do your bits on it, do whatever you want. Like, I'll be doing, hopefully, like, for drawing there or whatever. And then literally, when you're done, fold it up, put it in the corner of the room, put it under your bed, wherever and then it's gone, and then you at least do that, mm. and you could move that to through, throughout the house, like even if you wanted, like when the weather starts getting hopefully good again, or when it starts to get a bit warmer, maybe you could bring it outside, you know, have a stool or whatever sit outside, True. do it like that as well. I just think at least then you're not restricted to one area, like you can be portable.
1: <laughs> and Isabel, what's the story with UCC um, at the moment with the library?
0: Do you know if it's closing? Um, I've actually heard nothing about the library so far about closing, but at the moment, the way it is is that you can go in, you have to book a space, mm. and you can go in, Uh, I think you can go up to, don't quote me on this, but you can go in. I think up to eleven hours, but you do have to book an hour time slot, like each time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you go in, but the only thing is, is you have to wear a mask the whole time. Uh, Everything is really, really spaced out, like personally myself I anyone who knows me knows that I have spent the first two years well maybe not the first year but definitely second year of college like living in Bool like it was literally my hub like even if I only spent an hour in Bool I'd go in and get my coffees and meet people and I loved it it was like my social hub so I obviously wasn't in um, all of my money (laughs) literally but I obviously wasn't in college for the first um or this month was my first time going back And basically I went in and like that, I had to wear my mask going in, I had to keep it on, everything is all spaced out and like personally I just really did not like the atmosphere because it was really, a sense of like, it was really gloomy, you know, it was like almost a foreboding in the air. And also the fact that I have asthma so I find it hard to keep on my mask like all the time just doing basic things. Like when I work going to the shop, like the minute I come out, I try and take it off if it's safe because I just find it really difficult to breathe with it on. So the library just didn't suit me. But then one of my best friends can study if uh, they're not in the library. Like they have to, they study best when they're in the library. So it doesn't matter what the restrictions are. So, I mean, it depends on the person really, but at least yeah. that resource is there for people who would be able to function with the restrictions.
1: And I hope it does stay like that now because for UCC because anyway, I know that Galway um, and UIG, they closed their campus altogether um, before even the restrictions being Released today, like in the briefing on RT News, so like that was cut for people, and like that, like realistically, sometimes people just need to study in a different location, you know, and they just can't adapt, and that's fine. That you know that people can't kind of just adjust that way as easy as others, but it's just tough when the when the resources are being cut from you,
0: you know. When we're talking about studying as well, I think it's good to add that like it's not just studying, like it's also people who work, like watching. having your your study space in one area like a yeah. workspace because i think it's the same like don't work in the same place that you sleep because then it's actually going to be impossible for you to switch off from whatever you're doing whatever you're working on you know so and then because like a lot of people said that the libraries being open would make a big difference another big thing for people is having the gyms open a lot of people are really upset about the gyms closing I for one anyway had just signed up for personal training like <laughs> body on the, on the like about to start properly going for it paid my money and everything was like up for it and then the next thing not gym shot and I was like right so That was a bit of a disaster. So, And a lot, I think, people depend on the gym a lot for their mental health. So when that kind of gets taken away from you, I think it can be quite overwhelming, especially because after Christmas, people always like to take time off during Christmas and then start again in January. So the fact that that's been taken away, I think it's really kind of after affecting a lot of people in that sense. But I suppose into that, myself and Emma anyway have been doing, if anyone knows, Kiki Fitness. She's been doing every single morning at 10. She's been doing lives on Instagram and it's actually been, I found it so beneficial. Like I've connected to my TV. Like I put up my TV and get up in the morning. I literally get up at like 10 to 10, <laughs> just throw on <and> shorts <laughs> whatever and literally lie half asleep on the mat waiting for it to start And she starts. And it's so good to get into it. And it's just like that small little thing, that small change in your day, it takes up mm-hmm. what just under an hour. And it makes such a difference to my day since I've started it. Yeah. Um,
1: like, you know, I joined the gym just before the second lockdown so back in November and that got like shut um and then I went back and I did a couple of weeks that's fine and now again it's the same thing like cut again so like I understand where you're coming from and like I think more than even like obviously mental health is a massive factor but also just the fact it's freezing cold outside like To be able to have a gym that you're because I know there's outside gyms, like places like Douglas Park and like Hargilline Park and stuff. They've like outdoor gyms, but like they're not, they're not gyms. (laughs) But like, you don't want to be out there doing that in like minus three degrees. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever we're doing. I think it's like minus seven degrees tonight or minus three or something. But like that, like I think the gym during January, February, March, whatever, like it's such a safe haven for people who don't want to be outside in the freezing and the rain. And like for even elderly people, like, you know, when I when we used to go to the marriage, like, like they used to have like set times where like the elderly would go you know yeah. help them with their with their um you know things like Parkinson's or arthritis and stuff and like you know not even just with the youth but like it affects all ages you know yeah But
2: well, so I think what you have to do is find what works for you and there will be something that works for you in this like and I know it's hard when you're used to going to the gym but even if it's getting out for a walk like to do something small to keep. Yourself like saying there's a lot of I uh, I do the um thirty day splits training app I find it fantastic oh yeah um, yeah
5: <laughs> yeah uh, and
2: just to have something small for yourself go for a walk like do a little workout in your room yeah they always say that
1: the, the, using your own body weight is always you know it's as good as anything like so.
2: Yeah, like Pilates um, is really good. you just using your own body. There's actually lattes as well on YouTube. You can get loads of workouts for free as well. Yeah. So have a look around um, and see what you can find, I suppose.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Like even so much as like if you don't have weights, go to the kitchen and get yourself a tin of beans, like two mm. tins of beans. Or a and, bottle like, of water. If you do things slow enough and you concentrate enough on the muscle and you really target it, like you're going to feel it eventually. You know what I mean? Bottles of water, like same thing a book you know if you're literally just picking up like like you can use chairs like like that now you know lives and and videos online like they use chairs these tables you know there's you know being at home isn't the be all end all I think you just need to kind of research it and find what exercises work for you and like go Mm. like you said Sinead like just go for a walk fresh air is so good like you know
0: yeah absolutely I'd say about the fresh air because I have been recommending like get fresh air because obviously it does help the head but full disclosure I actually don't think I've left my house like out in the cold (laughs) I'd say since Sunday or even before Sunday because I just can't function in the cold like I have bad circulation I'm half Indian like I can't you you should do. your window <laughs>
1: stick your head out the window That's for like five ten minutes breathing in that fresh air and because if you've got asthma now as well as well like you want to be sticking your head out the window and getting some fresh air you or get, yourself, get yourself a nice warm coat like <laughs> pair of gloves okay, oh, i've got gloves again. i'll let you borrow clothes i'll throw
0: them at you from a distance every single day <laughs> though i can't, can't just even just stick my head out my window or they stand inside my door for a few minutes and just literally take deep breaths in of the air because it's so it actually makes such a difference as well. I find just even waking up like in the morning after doing my little online workout I try and go out and take a few breaths of fresh air and it just
1: clears your mind so much as well you go outside even if you're listening to music or a podcast
5: you know like this one
1: (laughs) but if you go outside and just get a bit of fresh air even if you're not listening to anything like you go back inside nearly come back come back to me I'll give you your money back but I can nearly guarantee you you know you'll feel a lot better for it like you know, cause yeah it's just I don't know maybe the serotonin in the air I don't know what it is but just you can see a new lease of life you know the
2: parks yeah. are open as well to go to so that's exactly. always an yeah. option
1: and like if there's no kids around like cause, well I know they're not doing it but you should go on the swings you know go down the slide <laughs> I was half tempted the other day I was walking around the park like and I was those swings like really
2: they're really empty. empty they look very very empty
1: <laughs> Bit old. If it was early enough and there was no one around, I'd be all over it, you know? (laughs) Do things to make you happy, basically.
2: If
1: you want to go on the swings, fucking go on the swings.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just to like expand on that, like, I think because like this time is so hard and people are struggling so much, like, Give yourself a break. And I know when people hear that, they're kind of like, what does that even mean to give yourself a break? But like, go on swings. Do you know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, what even I you know, apologize? you know? Like, um, for me, like I've started smoking rollies, like, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> feel guilty. I don't feel guilty about it no. because this is such a hard time. And if you put on, if you put on weight because you're eating more, like this is not the time to be at your best and be living your best life and be like, on top of the world and be achieving all these things. Like this is a really hard time. You need to give yourself a break and you need to let yourself enjoy the little things that you can enjoy. So go on the swings. Like. yeah, like
1: we can't do it all. Like, for example, Isabel literally is like we can just see from her alone. Like, Isabel, would you have ever started a podcast probably if there wasn't a lockdown? Like lockdowns Although, happening. My God,
0: absolutely not. I actually have a lot of time to spend on my own and to think and just oh my god it's like like that now I've started the podcast and if I've really gotten in touch like you all know I'm all into my Mm. uh, my yeah love it like and it just gives me such solace and I was always into it like even from a young age but it's like this time now I've really taken the time to actually like invest myself in it yeah and, like like I've seen it in, across so many different people like people who were like you know into art, but now they're gone really big into art. they're like yeah buying clothing like you know if they're into fashion if they're into making clothes or people in music like I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of teaching myself to the guitar and I've seen other people who are picking up instruments great like to see that I wanted have-
1: to use you as an example as if to say like if anyone out there who's listening to this has an idea and they're like oh I really love to you know take off playing the piano but Jesus like who plays the piano or like you know just kind of like self-doubting yourself or like thinking that you're you know you don't have the time or whatever like do whatever you want to do right now is like the best time to do it and just give it a go and if like if it doesn't work out in your favor like you can always just say you gave it a shot like Hmm. being able to say like oh, like I went out and did a 5km for the first time a couple of weeks ago, like never Fantastic. in my life would I have gone out and now, don't get me <laughs> wrong, it took me 40 minutes <laughs> but never in my life would I have been like, i just go out there and jog for 5km, mm. 30, 40 minutes and like, you know what I mean, like do like challenge yourself a small bit like and, you know, see what you can achieve because now is a better time to do it than ever, like, you know.
2: But I also would say um, don't beat yourself up if you, if you yeah. feel like you can't do things do you know what I mean? Like, give yourself a break. Like, don't be like thinking that you can take on the world or anything like that. Like, um try and set yourself little goals and like little things like playing the guitar, like small things like that are really good for you. But like, don't beat yourself up if you feel like you can't do stuff either. Because I feel like I've been talking to a lot of people who feel like, like really like stuck and really like they haven't got any hobbies or anything like that. I think it's really hard for them because they're like, how do I pass the time on my own? So don't be beating yourself up either if you can't, like...
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there was, um as well, there was a couple of things that were put in, uh, messages, responses, just saying that people are finding it hard to, you know, stay motivated and, you know, routine is so important. And, you know, some people are bored. But then at the same time, it's like, people are, I think, understanding that it's okay to kind of relax, like Sinead was saying, like, you don't have to do it all. Like, I know I was saying there now, like, you know, give yourself a challenge, like, you know. But at the same time, like, I'd love to start yoga, but I'm not just... Want to relax, like I want to chill out. Do you know what I mean? And I know yoga is meant to chill you out, but at the same time I still need to learn it. Do you know what I mean? So like that like you know Shane has a good point in saying that cut yourself some slack yeah it's mm. not all about achieving and you know and
0: there's what well, I think as well because we're in the age now where everything has like moved to being online and obviously social media has always been a big thing but it's taken off big time especially Instagram and all that but it's important to remember like if you are giving something a try everyone doesn't have to know about it like it can just be you and that thing and if it works out great if it doesn't then that's fine But like, you know, it doesn't have to be a case where like, oh, I'm going to do this now and everyone needs to know about it. And then if you fail at it, it's like, oh, fuck, everyone's going to... Extra
2: pressure then, yeah.
0: So it's like, the small things like that, just even if you wanted to start like that playing instrument or taking up meditation, and if you even started dedicating like 10 minutes a day and then work your way up, work your way up, and if you just wanted to keep it, like you have, not even like that, you have to keep it a secret. But just be, keeping it as your own thing, like it doesn't have to be put out there all the time. And then for that reason, if you give up or if you find it's not for you, or whatever, you won't feel as if let yourself down and let other people know about it or that you fail at something or you know. Because if you see other people who are like doing the same thing as you and they're getting on great with it, and you're not finding it as beneficial, then at least if you haven't put it out there or, or whatever, then you won't feel or you won't feel like like you failed at it. Mm. For, better word it's like added pressure if you like expose it to other people absolutely yeah I think so just to go back into what people are saying they would help them if they if they could change one thing like what could they change and I suppose the big one on everyone's lips especially my own is that I miss the pubs
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah no yeah of course
0: miss the pubs and you know what like, people will laugh, especially when I say this, but for, for me as well, it's actually not just about the drinking. It's about, like, the going out, meeting people. Like, do you know that culture of just, like... You know, you meet, like, if you're in town and, you know, you text one of your friends, like, oh, what's there even, like, in town, we grab a drink. And, like, even if it's not about the drinking alcohol, it could be a Coke, it could be a water, but it's just even that act of going... It's like getting a coffee, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just think, well, I suppose, for our age group, and older as well, that so I would say younger, but that's illegal, so don't laugh. But just <laughs> on a cold night now, like, tonight... You know, you go into the pub and they'll have the fire on and, oh, and you know, you sit in the corner with your pint and you just chat shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but of like. cool,
2: cool tradition to like. But you <laughs> know what I really miss is the random kind of not even close friends, like kind of extended friends that you meet on night. Oh, yeah. like people you haven't seen in like in months and stuff like that. I really, really miss that at the moment. What I yeah. really miss
1: is literally going up to random people being like, hi, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> You know, like literally, like oh, I have no clue who you are, but like let's be friends. Like have a dance. Let's with be me. friends. You yeah.
0: girls in the bathroom, who are telling you're so pretty? Or like literally, it
1: it's literally it's not about the drinking. Like obviously that helps. It gives people confidence, but it's the, like it is just the approaching people and like not be like you know having being able to chat to people who you don't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the social that, contact,
2: like. And then and being think,
1: in at the end of the night and go didn't know who they were. We'll never see them again. That was a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the
2: three of us are extroverts. So I think that's a very like yeah. it's things that <laughs> extroverts are missing at the moment is the the buzz, the social contact, like the randomers on nights
0: out kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's interesting as well because literally someone sent in about how they're feeling. One girl said, the boredom running out of things to even talk about with the girls, which I think feeds into that thing about, it. it's yeah. like, obviously, have your friends and things. Well, you know, most people have their friends, but it's like, even with us, like me and my group of friends have literally just resorted to talk about what we have our three meals a day. Whereas like, because- like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't out <laughs> us. <laughs>
0: Like, for want of a better word, it's because the conversation is becoming stagnant because there's nothing happening. So there's nothing to talk about. Whereas Mm -hmm. like during normal times, you obviously have your friends. There's obviously stuff happening day to day that you can speak about. But also you have that option to go out and you meet new people and you have new conversations. And like, Joe, it's always new things, fresh things happening. Whereas now I feel like it's all slowed down. Or like
1: even if you have like, if I want, if I was like, oh, I got a new laptop today and I tell you and it's like, oh, that's it. Now I can't tell anyone else. whether it's like you know like before you could tell someone the same thing the same story but it's still loads of different people so you feel like you're really kind of getting it but Mm
2: -hmm. now it's like
1: now it's literally like guys I had like you know like chicken like stuffed chicken and poppies for dinner and you're (laughs) like well that's it now like I can't tell anyone else that like I'm not gonna be tweeting it or anything you know so maybe that is why actually people have turned to social media to post more than they usually would or post things to kind of say oh I've started this because it's like you know they're just trying to tell
2: someone it's like a a conversation starter kind of thing
1: Uh, maybe that's like you know that kind of subconsciously that's probably what we're all doing is just Mm. kind of going I've already told my friends I've already told my family who else can I tell now because I'm so excited about it
0: or I'm so yeah, you know, so it's the reward system as well, the one, the brain. Like I think you you look for like people's not even approval, but you look for people's reactions and things. Because mm. I know anyway, I use my private story, it might as well be like a diary. Like any like I take a fair <laughs> <laughs> <story>. trip. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm the exact same. Putting it up and like like recounting it, you know, because mm. it's like there's no one else around.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> and I think like that, like I when I cook food. first thing i do is put up a video or a picture of it and it's like it's like because like i think it looks great there's no one around me though to like show it off to so i'm just like guys look look at my food (laughs) you know because you're trying to get that socialism back
0: into your life i suppose you know what i mean back Mm. into you know i was watching a video earlier about all this because i was doing like trying to um inform myself about like the actual physical effect it's having on us and just to tie into what we're talking about with social about socializing things and I was talking about that as humans like we're obviously like we're the most like out of all the animals and everything like we depend the most on other human interaction Mm. and like when we don't get it it puts our brain in a state of alertness and when you're that alert that's what like that's what triggers stress and then if it's like, if that's happening for a long period of time in the brain, then it starts manifesting physically because it goes into your nervous system. And like that then is what like in turn affects people's sleeping patterns or eating patterns, everything like that. And like that's the physical manifestation of loneliness almost like, or like that, that not having human contact. So especially it's like, remember when, you know, you see all them ads like on TV about like old people and how like your loneliness really affects them and stuff. And it was always going kind to of tied to, I suppose, people like that. Now elderly people who didn't have the... A means of actually getting out and socialising. So, but whereas now it's like everyone is in that boat now, it's not just older people, it's, it's all people, like it's young people, middle-aged people and all that. So it's like, that's happening to the brain. But
2: I think it's important to say like, you know, and to see like there is an end in sight, like the vaccines are coming in. There is positives to look forward to and we will go back to normal. And it, it's not going to have, well, I think it will have a lasting effect on us but, like, as you were saying there about the stress going into your body, like, that will pass. Yeah. Um,
1: Katie, I don't know how reputable her source is, and I don't know, can I cite Katie much? But Katie was telling us a while ago that, you know, newborn babies, they're, like, they're, their stimuluses are, because they're not going outside, like, they're not developing like they should. And, like, they're going to be more susceptible to like illnesses, you know, and illnesses and stuff mm, but i just think it's sense, like yeah. when she said it it was like newborn babies and they're like stimuluses are like you know they're lessened and it's just like oh, that's
0: it. it's autoimmune disease or something isn't it like that's like mm. that's like babies who are like always oh, clean and have no germs around them and stuff and then they can't yeah. think. I could be wrong <laughs> she that's-
1: said she said i saw a thing on twitter about how babies born in the last year are easily overstimulated because they're constantly inside it's so sad their immune systems will probably be so fragile
2: oh
0: they probably will that, that makes total sense as well poor little they, babies there will be stuff in place i'd imagine to be able to facilitate yeah i know but like yeah. imagine
1: all the like training that will have to be done for teachers or like you know child minors and stuff to try and like you know get that going or like you know psychologists or something maybe for smaller children like um you know just extra work for people and i know it's but it's just it it will be very interesting to see more things like that kind the of the long-term
2: effects of the pandemic on people, yeah. yeah.
1: But also developments that'll be made within systems like the health system to encourage mm. now this to
0: help babies, <laughs> for example, as well as well as the rest of us. But you know definitely. But as well, I think what Shane was saying there about like the, you know, there is stuff to look forward to and there's vaccine and things, because I had a few people come it's like right in as well saying that like it's obviously it's like everyone's trying to stay positive especially now with the vaccine being administered but i think there's also still a sense of like foreboding that like something could change or something can go wrong and i think that's because the fear the last factor year, definitely yeah i think it's because like our like we've been, our brains have been so used to now being like in and out of lockdown it's like like in lockdown and out and it's like you get that like sense yeah of, you like, get
1: joy. yeah you get like joy. um excited and then you're kind of being let down again and you're kind of going oh is this the way it's always going to be but like yeah like there a, is an out like there is going to be a light at, there is a light at the end of
0: the tunnel like you know yeah like your hope is kind of being like fucked with like you know what I mean it's like yeah. you can pick up like <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the government of a, like Covid is literally like a fuckboy who just keeps being like um, just keeps, he's teasing. Like, keeps teasing you and they're like I like you don't really like you that much at all yeah um, <laughs>
4: But I'm like
0: going that, away, but I'm coming back. You know what I mean. But like that, you know, fuck boys, fuck girls, they all get the fucking boot in the end. Like you know, that's so, the, so that's true. The facts. They're not. That long is term. so. They're
1: not long term. No. Oh my god, guys. Covid is a fuck so
0: human <laughs> that is so funny no but we have to though keep that like it's even myself like because I know like I'm planning my summer now I'm like I'm going to Indonesia like I'm going island hopping like I'm going shaping my tits on a beach like I'm telling you you now. are doing it
2: man yeah. that
1: shit
0: I'm I'm going skiing like I'm trying to get I will actually pay for all of my friends to go actually don't hold me to that (laughs) When are we going (laughs) that's what it is you just have to keep that positive like and like even you if it do. doesn't happening as you were saying like stay in the present and like and take every day as it comes but it's also good if you're going to be thinking ahead not worrying but rather being positive and planning and getting yeah. absolutely absolutely I think it's really important for your mental health to
2: make plans in the future like for me like it's like going skiing or going to New Zealand like these this it will eventually end and we will be able to do these things so make your plans like yeah. entertain yourself by saying like oh, I'm going to get all the lads and we're all going to go skiing, like, do you know?
1: Yeah, and I also wanted to mention that, like, thinking about, you know, gratitude in the future and, like, you know, plans for the future and, like, thinking about it positively. But if we could all try and actually, like, think about what's happening right now in terms of things that are happening positively. So, like, I don't personally remember a time where charity has been used and provided to and donated to so much than the past year Like people going out for a simple run, coming back, asking people to donate money. For God's sake, there's people putting up cash competitions on Facebook and they're asking for money for it. There is so many charitable things happening at the moment. And I think it's so fantastic. The Late Late Toy Show ran a um, donation period from the start of their show to the end. And they raised 6.2 million euro. Oh, my God. Between the start of the show and the end of the show. That's fantastic. that was for a toy show.
0: What was the charity
1: for? And so it was the community foundation, but it's basically children's um, charities, a, ch- a charity for children, uh, children's needs across the country, but it was mostly the community foundation. So like things like that, where it's like, I think like people have really come together as communities as well. And like, like this now doing something like this, like trying to just, you know, reach out to people and, you know, show different perspectives like that. You know, it's not all doom and gloom. And, like, we have been doing, like, really positive stuff as well amidst of all the kind of, what you, you know, what is also
2: negative. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I think when we do get out of this, we're going to appreciate everything we have so oh much. My God, you know I mean? like, like, even though amazing, I, I like... appreciate my friends so much now, like, it kind of taught us to, like simplify a little bit and not be like expecting so much out of everything no so i think like while it is really difficult at the moment when we do get back out into normal we're gonna like i'm gonna appreciate so much like dancing with a randomer in the nightclub like i never oh, absolutely. I,
1: I took that for granted like I'd kiss Radker if he stood in front of me at the moment. I don't, like, he doesn't deserve it, but I still would, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even like that, like you said, like, I never spoke to my friends as much as I do now. And the fact that, Mm. like, people have leaned on each other so much. Yeah. And they are accepting of things like, you know, if I'm going to be putting up, like, 75 pictures of my boiled eggs, like, nobody's (laughs) texting me being like, you're so fucking annoying, would you stop? You know? It's like, people are giving other people a chance. We are being very patient with each other. Yeah. You know, people are doing things to benefit themselves. And like there is a lot of encouragement there for other people, even if you aren't doing, you know, in, you know, bunny ears, the best you could be doing, even if you are just chilling out for yourself and you're taking
0: the time to relax, like we're all encouraging each other to do that as well. You know what I mean? And as well, I think this is a good time as well to pay attention to people like to give credit to people who like struggle with mental health and things. They, they probably could offer advice to people who maybe didn't suffer before which yeah, is good, good for them to, be able to help people, whereas, whereas they might have felt they were the ones being helped before, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. I find definitely, because, like, I, I I, have an anxiety disorder and a depression disorder and all, all that jazz. <laughs> so, all I our, all that, our like, extra sprinkles. All my extra sprinkles. Hundreds but, um, and thousands of sprinkles. <laughs> but I found that, like, people have kind of come to me um, because they know like my friend had a panic attack Um, at, on the first lockdown and she came to me and I was just so like I was taken aback by it like that you know like obviously like me having panic attacks is a really shitty thing and like it's not it's not fun <laughs> no, <of laughs> but course the not. fact that she could use my experience to help her kind of puts a positive spin on my experience like the fact that I can use my negative experiences to make other people feel more comfortable in their own negative experiences. I think it's just such a like a beautiful thing. Like,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like that, like even approaching people in private, but also like seeing on Twitter, you know, if someone puts up a tweet and they're like, look, you know, you know, if when you when I see tweets and it's like I've really been suffering with mental health, but I'm so proud of myself of how like, you know, how much I've achieved um, mentally, and like how I'm coping and stuff and like when other people see that I feel like it's a massive boost definitely Um, so I do think again like leaning on each other even if it's like distance and it's not in private and it's not like um direct even when it's indirect I think things like that like just opening up and like you know providing your own take on things as well can be so beneficial to other people
2: yeah and I think when people share their stories publicly like they share their mental health stories publicly it's like a big lift to everybody and like I can like there's a girl now I think I'm gonna pronounce this wrong it's Kasia Kasia Mersutska or something that's so it's so wrong but she's on Instagram and she does like little bits on mental health and I just look at her and I'm like oh my god like I can do it because she's doing it do you know what I mean so like there's such a benefit to people sharing their own experiences and it helps I think
1: I think because sometimes you can get stuck in the what I can't do and when you see people doing small things that they can do kind of go oh maybe I can actually like maybe I can do that and maybe I could do that for myself as well and like even just tight like small things doesn't need to be anything massive like just you know sharing little experiences can help everyone massively you know
0: definitely absolutely yeah talking about people who suffer from anxiety and stuff, a lot of people had also said that they were quite nervous about the future because they feel like they've forgotten how to socialise, they've forgotten how to, like, interact normally the way we did pre-pandemic. And I think as well, like, a lot of that is to be said for when the time does come, because we've all been through this as, like, literally a globe together, that we will all be going through, going back into, like, entering the world again together. So, I mean, in the same boat. And, like, if you ever reach out to people who someone like even if you can't find an identical situation there's going to be someone who's going to do something very similar and you know you can help each other out and progress together and see you know what I mean like go back Absolutely absolutely yeah so there's that aspect as well and I think and like that's obviously down the line in the future and as you were saying now just the small things basically at the moment I think it's really important. I was saying to people it's like just the tiniest things like staying hydrated. Or like like that getting your even three minutes of fresh air, like them small basic things that we probably bypass if you had mental health issues like pre-pandemic, them things you'd almost bypass because like sometimes you almost feel like a waste of time because they're so basic, you know what I mean? And I don't know, I personally myself anyway because they're taken
1: for granted for basically like. Yeah,
0: you know. I feel that, but now with everything under a microscope, then small basic things, I think, are actually the changing factors yeah. if you're going to have a good day or a bad day or if you're going to... I
1: think this whole thing is just going to be like a massive progression, like Sinead said, in literally appreciation and gratitude for things. Mm. um, Like such simple things like being able to just go outside and walk like, and you just like go for a walk when there's people out there who can't do something as simple as that. You know, it's just... It has been such an eye opener,
2: I feel, for a lot of us, you know. So, and I think even getting up out of bed in the morning is an achievement. Um, yeah, fact of God. like
1: absolutely, yeah, no, of course, because <laughs> like there's days where obviously we all just want to be sitting in bed watching Desperate House Eyes on the laptop and just like stay cozy, <laughs> but just being able to turn around and, and if you want to do that as well, like you were saying, do it, like yeah. it's fine, you know what I mean, like mm. have your days, but it is sometimes just important to go right, I've done that now, get up off me hole let's go you know do do something small like just go down and drink your a liter liter water small, yeah
2: just exactly. you know, make
1: yourself something to eat
2: you know I and celebrate that... the little things
0: yeah yeah I think that's a big point about because like I know anyway myself like I go through bouts of feeling like really low and really down I'm just like no motivation like that now like I don't even want like my alarm will go off in the morning and I'm like I'm not ready to get out of bed and like I might not yeah. four hours later you know what I mean And don't yeah it's <laughs> like that. but I just I think it's giving yourself that time to actually say great right, this is my time if I'm feeling like this I'm gonna I'm gonna feel this way I'm gonna feel a bit down whatever but then it's like don't get lost in that feeling either though if you can like if you can Mm -hmm. like right like it's like if you're having that feeling now presently acknowledge it feel it and then try and start again tomorrow or even take a week or whatever you need yeah but yeah always try and start again because I think starting again is so important because I think the minute you kind of leave yourself get lost in that place it's it's it can be harder to come back from the longer you go so it is important to Yeah, absolutely i'd agree with that so just to wrap it up on a positive note and give you a bit of information sinead did a video and uh, during the first lockdown that i i personally found anyway so so informative and it was really really interesting and I think a lot of people they got so many shares and it was really like people were really able to relate to it and found it really comforting so she's just going to give us a bit of medical info and (laughs) about the current lockdown so basically what it is is that um
2: no pandemic no nothing and just living your regular life your basal stress level goes up and down so it goes up and down up and down up and down and continues like that. So some days you'll be a little bit more stressed than others, just naturally. And um, so it goes up and down like that. So what happened was when the pandemic hit and there's um extra anxieties, such as, you know, the cases are going up, different stuff like that, like maybe losing your job, maybe being out of your job, something like that. Those stresses brought our base stress levels up. You're starting on a higher if that makes sense so then your basal stress levels go up and down and up and down but you're actually closer to your stress threshold so you're closer to kind of like meltdown stages or panic attack stages and stuff like that so that's why you're more and and because you're you've lost your coping mechanisms like the gym your friends all of stuff like that because you've lost those your basal stress level goes up a little bit more So that's why people are going to like people who have never experienced panic attacks, maybe are experiencing panic attacks or people are are having different like adverse reactions to stress or even a little bit more irritable and a little bit more inclined to snap at people at home or something like that. Um, And that's a completely natural reaction to a pandemic. And I think the longer because it's gone on for so long now, people are really down. And I think some people might think that maybe they're developing some sort of mental illness. I've heard that um from a few people, but actually it could just be that it is, it is the pandemic. And this is a really hard time to be alive in. So don't be worried too much about yourself. If you are feeling down, like it's natural, it is completely natural to feel like that during a pandemic.
1: I don't mean to sound dramatic and I don't mean to sound like a bit of a wet wipe but um it's okay to be grateful for like such small things like like I I got drunk the other day and tweeted that I or texted into the group chat that I was grateful for my arms and legs you know (laughs) like it's fine to be like to sit down and like as dramatic as it sounds like be grateful for your arms and legs you know and if you don't have arms and legs be grateful for your house you know what I mean like as in just pick things every day to find to just go really grateful
2: I have this you know what I mean
0: Mm, I agree you can put it in
2: or not. It might make sense at the time. I
0: think that's what I was
2: going to say. Anyways. And one last thing I want to say is that there's always, no matter what situation you're in, there's always supports available to you. And just be brave enough to seek those supports. So like, um, there's counselling available. There's Pieta do a fantastic service where they give, uh, counselling sessions to people who are suicidal. And there's always like you can go to your GP and talk about that. Maybe you need medication stuff like that um but don't be making any big decisions about it while we're in the pandemic because it is natural to feel worse and to feel down in yourself so don't be kind of thinking what's wrong with me or there has to be something wrong with me because you could actually just feel low and down because we are in a pandemic so don't be like overstressing yourself about it
1: almost like subconsciously temporarily low
2: as in the way that yeah
1: absolutely so when we come out of it we are able to go on holidays again you'll naturally feel yourself being like wow I feel like much better now and like you don't want to have turned to thinking that this is a long-term thing give yourself a chance to you know come out of it and like that like I said before lean on your friends like lean on Twitter if you want to open up and say on Twitter like I don't know not all of us are you know as out you know, out straight as that, like. But if you literally turn, I've seen tweets being like, "I don't feel great today, guys. I'm at a really low point." And I've seen replies of people being like, "Oh God, give me a text. I DM'd you there." You know, like you see things like that now, and I know that's probably again a bit a, a dramatic, <laughs> refer, you know, a suggestion to give to you, but like, do lean on people. Use your social media to benefit you, not, you know, to be doom scrolling not to be trying to you know look for acceptance or pleasure with things or whatever like as well like use it to socialize for your own benefit you know whatever
2: you have to do what it like to benefit yourself you know no matter how you're feeling there always is someone there who wants to hear you and wants to listen so no matter what you're feeling like there's always going to be someone there
0: absolutely I think that um as well if you're feeling a certain way as well like don't beat yourself up about it or don't feel embarrassed because this is the first time that anyone has gone through anything like this, you know, as a, as a worldwide pandemic. So mm-hmm. I do think that it's important to cut yourself, as you were saying, give yourself that break, that if you are feeling a certain way, don't jump the gun because it's such a natural thing to be feeling things you probably have never felt before at a time like this. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. of the fact that everyone is in the same boat, I think it's easier, like it should be easier for people to reach out because again, it, it's not just you on your own, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, to you're definitely not that. alone. Yeah, you can see
1: by the... The responses as well on your it um, like it is things that, like, some people are like, shit, pissed off, utterly depressed, mm-hmm. like, want to jump in front of a bus. Like, as in, you might think that everyone around you is getting on fine because they're all going here for jogs, but realistically, like, we're all feeling it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, let yourself us feel, us feel it, like. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should sure we all go through, like, highs and lows, like, you know? So mm-hmm. embrace what you can feel yeah. in the first place because that's what I was going to say oh my god be a wet wipe feel your emotions be grateful that you can actually wake up in the morning and go I feel like fucking shit today because sometimes people lose that sense of like I don't feel anything and like if you wake up in the morning and you feel like I fucking hate today you just hate today and you love tomorrow basically is what I was going to say that's a really good
0: point to feel on, you wet wipe. <laughs> like a pack of simple yeah definitely i think mean, that's so so important It'd be quite tragic now if we all started feeling nothing and then if the pandemic was to end and we're all just like oh oh
1: well uh, I, oh, I don't have any feelings oh well. towards that you know so like if you do <laughs> if, like My don't be gone. beating yourself up for like feeling like shit because at
0: least you're feeling at
1: least you're feeling something. like shit, yeah
2: you yeah know? well
0: right so we'll start wrapping up i hope that this gives comfort to people who may be feeling down or even resonate with people who are feeling positive. It was a great idea by Emma to do this um, as the second lockdown came in, because I think a lot of people were feeling that it was quite daunting. And especially because there's not that same sense of connectedness that was probably there during the first one. I feel like this one, it's, people are a bit more on their own and maybe feeling a bit more lonely or like again, feeling mental health issues a bit more strongly this time around. So, and as i said on my Instagram, if anyone has seen, please don't hesitate that if you're struggling, my DMs are always open if anyone ever needs a chat or a vent or send a voice note, send a message. Like even just I found when I put up things on the ballot, Like It Is page, even people just texting in about what they're feeling and their issue, without even getting like response a response back, I think people even found it very beneficial to be able to actually have that spaced event. So for anyone who does need that, please know that my page is there for that. And I'm sure also... And as well as that, there's other resources out there, such as Sinead mentioned, the House and Helplines. And I'll link all that in the uh, link tree about resources that you can use as well if you find you are struggling. But...
1: Just wanted to say, if
0: anyone finds my page as well and they want to give me a text, feel free. I'm... It's a time to making friends online. Yeah, handouts. you know, if I can't meet you
1: on the dance floor, at least climb into my DMs, right? <laughs> and we can
2: have some... Dance into yeah. my DMs. Dancing
1: oh, <laughs> emoji into my DMs and i you know, we can have a little chat,
0: you know. And so. even if you're not mm-hmm. suffering, if you just want to slide into them anyway, because you know, I wouldn't mind the <laughs> all. <Virtual, laughs> I'm not virtual I'm partner.
1: I'm not gonna be that promiscuous, but um <laughs> you're literally like 1850, 69,
0: 69, 69 <laughs> for fun friendship, and maybe more. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to add in voice notes that people had sent in to me at the end of this so if you want to listen just to hear other people's experiences through their own voices and not just ours I've added them in and also in the next I'm aiming to have a podcast out now every two weeks my new year's resolution see is running a bit long so tune in next time guys to find out more yay bye Bye. (laughs) just a little note at the end to apologize for how late this podcast was being released if anyone that saw my Instagram, I was having trouble trying to export it because it's actually been ready to go. I'd say it's been recorded for like the last four weeks, but oh, just a nightmare. I'm not the most tech savvy person, so I'm still trying to figure it out. But I just wanted to thank everyone who tried to help me and who gave me advice on how to fix it. And I'm still trying to research the best ways to edit them and get them uploaded as soon as possible. So thank you for bearing with me, guys. And thank you so much for all the support. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Okay okay go so like in the first one when I would have like a little breakdown I would like cry or do something crazy but now I'm like mentally decaying on the
2: inside and I don't even know how to externally show it nice nice
5: so second third lockdown definitely feels a bit shit thinking we didn't get much of a Christmas with the pubs closed and you want me really to love to see people but then coming into 2021 we thought I might get over it but nah feels like the November one for six weeks was a bit pointless too so now since we're just back, even worse than we were in March. But hopefully you now this will be one of the last ones with the vaccine getting rolled out and they say we won't be back to normal till maybe April. Just make sure you keep yourself busy at home and, you know, just exercise and handing out know, this one where you can talk to people like play PlayStation, Snapchat and everything like that, FaceTime people you want and stuff, so just stay active talking to people and just, keep yourself busy at home and let's start to wash and hopefully get out for a few walks and the weather's not too cold. Uh, so I'm optimistic about this lockdown and stay New Year, it's good time to make new habits and just hopefully drive on and by the summer now get back to normal life and hopefully get a few concerts and stuff by the end of the year.
1: Um, Isabel, I'm finding this lockdown um kind of similar to the first one because we had uh, the first one we kind of thought that it would only last so long. But then the second lockdown, we just kind of had no hope of when it would get back to normal. But I think this one is kind of giving us a bit of hope um, because there's a vaccine and there's two vaccines now approved for the EU. So I think that's why I'm finding this lockdown much easier than the second one, because there is kind of light at the end of the tunnel for us
0: especially because of all like the the lack of social supports that the government has given us and the whole doom scrolling thing but I think for me what I try to do is go out and spend a bit of time in nature and make it feel like I'm not entirely stuck within the four walls of my house all the time Um, it's difficult but it's it's working a little bit anyways hello my love I'm very anti lockdown obviously I understand why they're doing it health-wise but I am bored shitless I think the impact that it is having on businesses, people's mental health, and there are so many other reasons why people should not be stuck in their
6: houses, you know, considering family situations and things like that. It's just shit, isn't it? So, the lockdown I found very hard, um and also very isolating. Um, I suffer with a lot of mental health issues. So it's been hard because I've had to go through multiple uh, sessions of counselling online. It, I feel awful through the whole thing, but I mean, it's, own, it's what it is for the best. And I live with my granddad and he's extremely vulnerable. So I always put him first before myself, but the lockdown has been so hard. And I did struggle a lot through it, but I kind of know how to cope with those feelings now rather than, I knew like at the start. I'm um, a person that has to go to the hospital every month to get, as I have, struggle with my gender identity and you know, to get my testosterone and all that. I have to wait in the hospital for like two hours or an hour and it's really stressful because, you know, the hospital contracted COVID-19 only a few weeks before. And you know, I the more longer I was sitting there, the more longer I was getting anxious and it was just a horrible experiences. Scary, <laughs> scary thing. But I would love for COVID to be over soon because I have so many plans for 2021 and I really want to go out and do them.